Thursday, May 12, the 132nd day of 2022. There are 233 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Be another warm day in store for you. But uh, the weather is looking nice as we turn for the weekend. We've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. Speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Hey, I'm going to ask you to speak on behalf of all women momentarily. Oh, great. But I think this will be easy for you. Okay. What do women enjoy doing most while on vacation? Um, tanning. Oh, okay, tanning. So that would be... Uh, so, so would that include relaxing? Sure. So over half the women surveyed say their top vacation priority is relaxing, which could be done by what laying out in the sun, by the beach, reading. Next comes trying new foods, exploring the culture, and then followed by shopping. You're not particularly a shopper, but I am definitely not a shopper. You can see where that would add to uh, sure. perhaps relaxation or so. I think you like. I can tell you like tanning. You like just like laying out by the beach and catching a suntan. I got it. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Blackrock. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I just it, it just crossed my mind. I noticed your nominations and accolades have stalled out. So you you're the five time winner, uh, five time uh, silver out. Two, you're a nominee a couple of times, but no subsequent wins or uh, or uh, being nominated. Uh, I guess I've been was, banned from the academy. Is that, maybe I maybe, slapped punch, the last winner, you, and now I'm not allowed to go. Did you, did you punch someone? Uh, it is evident. I've been watching more baseball highlights the last couple of weeks. The Yankees are off to a good start, so I've kind of been paying attention. Two of the last three, they're off to a start. Yes, um, so, so I've been I've been noticing though a little bit more. So I'll just catch the highlights and we'll see if that happened. And then because I have YouTube TV. Most of the games I can watch the key plays now. So seventeen plays I can watch the entire game. But it is obvious to me that there's been a dramatic hairstyle shift in the major leagues mm-hmm. over, in particular, this season. Like it's gone, it it was already going in that direction. Now it's gone r- round the bend in the uh, off season, where you I saw a true Kentucky waterfall Tennessee top hat. A couple of days ago. I mean, it looked well, the like... Reds, the Reds have Jonathan India, who's got the really long, curly hair. Andre Agassi never had anything on some of these guys who've got their hair flowing. You can't even see the numbers on the back of their jersey because their uh, mullet is so long. But then, this was unique. Uh, Mike uh, Clevinger. Clevinger. Clevinger, with the the Padres, debuted a, a hairstyle that I hadn't seen before. <laughs> Yesterday, um, so here it is. If you're watching with us, oh, it's two braided pigtails as he got his start. 
uh, for San Diego uh, yesterday. So clearly his hair is so long, he doesn't want it in his way, but he doesn't want to cut it either, so so it gets in the way of his job. So I laughed at this, but then I thought, well, but now wait a minute. There's another famous baseball player who's rocking this same hairstyle and she's oh, yes, she's true. tearing it up at Clarkson T ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so gonna, he looks like a girl. Well, he looks like this an is the this is the way Alea wears girl. her hair to play. Yes. So I thought, well, I don't guess I can knock on the braids too much, but I she could get a hit off him. She, she probably could get a hit off him. By the way, I got the debrief. Um I got the debrief last evening from the game the night before we had a chance to ask and I said, what did Coach Johnston say to you mm-hmm. when he drug you back towards second base when you were catching all the, the mm-hmm. grounders? And she said, I had to wait three batters. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait it's three good coaching right there. I had to wait three yeah. batters before I could go back <laughs> up there. So can't play anyway, so these right. other kids get to play. Yeah, that's right. wall to wall sunshine today. We'll see a slight small chance of a storm late tomorrow. But then the chances go up Saturday afternoon. Heat, humidity builds into the atmosphere, so you could get one of those isolated, quick move through uh, thunder showers. Tis the season for that. It's going to be that way for the next three or four months. You know, when we get into the heat, humid, uh, the heat and humidity of the year. Sunny and warm today. We'll see. I think we'll stay in the mid eighties here between the lakes, but closer to uh, Jefferson County and Louisville, you might get uh, might touch ninety. Clear tonight, low of 62 out in the low-lying areas. Maybe could get to 59. And then partly cloudy, 87 is the high for tomorrow, and then continuing to look into next week. At least, Sam, this time yesterday, it was a 30% chance of rain for graduation next Friday. Now it's down to a 20% chance of rain. Yeah, but it's gone up about 4 or 5 degrees temperature-wise because I think it was only 86 yesterday. So. Yeah, well, choose your poison. <laughs> do you want rain or do you want warm? Uh-huh. You can't. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be one of those deals. I'd prefer like it was for prom, like 75. Oh, it was picture perfect. Of course, that was, you know, late April. So The uh, U.S. Senate fell far short yesterday in a rushed effort toward enshrining Roe v. Wade. Uh, access as uh, federal law and was blocked by a Republican filibuster in a blunt display of the nation's partisan divide over the court decision and the limits of uh, legislative action. Here's what puzzles me about this move. Roe v. Wade made its way. Roe v. Wade had already gone through the legislative process and was vetted through by uh, federal law before it ever became an issue at the Supreme Court that in, what, 73 they ruled on. And and it's been that way until, uh, by the way, it's still that way. There's been no overturn much, even though there's a supposed leak, Roe v. Wade has not been overturned at the federal level and may never be. Uh, but what makes, what makes the U.S. Senate think that if they bake this into law, that it won't, just suffer the same legal challenge, which will end up to the back exactly where we are right now. So that's a little bit puzzling to me. It was also puzzling that the vice president, she walked out of the Senate chamber yesterday and she said after the vote, it is clear that this body, that the U.S. Senate is out of touch with the majority of the American people. And I thought about that for a minute and I thought, no, it's out of touch with the majority of the people that you pay any attention to, but there's a complete other side of the political equation that she has no interest in 
listening to or representing. And so it's just where her perspective is out of line with what the majority of or minority of Americans are on this issue. Now, here's the other thing I would offer to. I think I said maybe two to three years ago, I said, I don't see a day where Roe is ever overturned in our nation. I just didn't think we would get to that point that you'd see states work in that direction, but I never thought that we'd we'd find the court where it would be overturned. And I'm I'm still not 100% sure that it will, not even 50% sure that it will. But if it is overturned, I would just encourage all of us, rather than having an attitude of, well, just suffer the consequences of not being able to have this procedure, that we do all of the other things, the the gracious things, the helpful things, the benevolent things that truly give people, if you are truly pro-life, if you are truly pro and protecting life, and if we are that, then we also make have to make sure that we have the necessary help and options to those people that if you're going to prohibit that as an elective procedure, then you got to make sure that the other options are fortified, whether that's adoption or whatever, or life skills training or whatever it might be. You can't just legislate the issue and then say, good luck with your choices or your consequences. It's got to be a holistic approach. It's not just as a matter of fighting to have one decision overturned. It takes more than that. So um, we've got some Rough months ahead in that regard. Uh, Also learning that more than 107,000 Americans died of a drug overdose last year, setting another tragic record in the nation's escalating overdose pandemic. That's according to the CDC, uh, their estimate yesterday. So continuing to see high overdose deaths in the United States. We have a new gubernatorial candidate in the Republican primary as of yesterday. Republican Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron filed paperwork yesterday to enter the state's 2023 governor's race, hoping to ride his fights um, to the governor's office. Our current governor came from the attorney general's office, so it's a uh, relatively popular popular pathway. I do think, well, I know for a fact, I, I don't have to tell you I think, I know for a fact that some people are conflicted over this because they will be forced to choose between two very, at least two very popular people. One, Ryan Quarles is very popular. Daniel Cameron is very popular among, <laughs> among the, the political circles. Um, She's got a little bit of money. <laughs> Kelly Craft is out. Kelly Craft. You uh, don't think so? Kelly Craft will not get into the gubernatorial race. Um, they were waiting for her. She did not signal she would get in. Uh, because Quarles got in and Cameron got in, they were waiting for her, and she's out. And so I'm speculating that Kelly Kraft may be poised for Trump 2.0, that if if Trump makes a run again at the presidency, then I think Kelly Kraft is going to be over here waiting for something, maybe not a cabinet position, but an ambassadorship or something like that. So um, that's why I think that Harmon... Harmon, Quarles, and Cameron, and I think the majority of the dilemma will come down to Quarles and Cameron, and I'm not sure how that race goes. I do think that Daniel Cameron wants to end up back in Washington. Which is what makes this decision interesting. He's from Har- I think Daniel Cameron thinks that he can't, he can't win the Senate seat or get appointed to the Senate seat from the Attorney General's office. I think he's more likely, I think he thinks his chances of landing the Senate seat 
or the currently held John Yarmouth congressional seat is maybe easier from the governor's office than the AG's office. So he is a little bit pigeonholed right now. I think there's there on, is a zero percent chance he could win in Louisville. You think? I would. I, I mean, Louisville. Be, I mean, with the Brianna Taylor thing, that was not very popular. At least how I'm just. And again, that's just more of. I mean, he will not win like the African American vote in Louisville at all. Uh, I, and I don't. I, I mean, none. I hope you're right, Sam. And here's why I say that. I would not want them to elect him just because he's black. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not saying that they would. Uh, I'm just saying that I don't think he's very popular in Louisville. I mean, Louisville's Louisville's the one you know blue area of the state. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get the little area of Lexington. You got some some little nooks and crannies everywhere. No, they, but they fractionalize that enough to, di- to, uh, to yeah. But but Louisville's dilute the, one that the blue. They could not. I mean, Morgan McGarvey will be the new congressman, I mean, almost oh, assuredly. He, oh, yeah. Morgan McGarvey will certainly be mm-hmm. the Morgan McGarvey will certainly be the next representative of that district. But I think people, back to your point, I would be happy to know that the people of Louisville would not just simply elect Daniel Cameron because of the color of his skin you want him to be elected or not elected based upon his merits and his abilities. And so And I think even but, then, I don't think I, I just think the Brianna Taylor thing did not go the way that some Louisville Louisvillians, is that correct? Thought it should have. I and he is the easy target to to sure. I mean, you know you know that that people like to blame. It is easy And usually to, it's easy to find the easiest target. It is easy, it is easy to take the low-hanging fruit and blame and that goes the nearest person. in a lot of different aspects of it, life. It can work. So anyway, that is going to that that move does send ripples in ways or at least does signal what is likely to or to not happen, but it means we will have a new attorney general uh, starting January 1st of or actually December 9th, 10th of 2024. Well, and we will have a new agriculture commissioner as well. Doesn't isn't it only the governor that goes in like early December and don't the, the, the rest of them go January first? But I think if I remember right, Bashir, since he won the governorship, he passed it along and let Cameron come That's in right. early, something Cameron, like that. Yeah. Cameron got bonus days, uh huh, because Bashir was better, governor. Yeah. Better transfer okay. because they were going to have to name a temporary AG for, for three weeks, if that, yeah, or like, two yeah, two yeah. weeks in, and change. one of those weeks is Christmas. So yeah, like, exactly. Uh, Kentucky will use federal funding to establish a mobile unemployment insurance office to make the program more accessible. The agency will have the ability to send the mobile office to underserved communities where it can help residents with several actions, including filing for benefits, request payments, and participating in eligibility reviews. I saw this was odd. Uh, Maybe something that you need to be reminded of as we head into the spring and summer. Uh, actually, as we head to the end of spring and into summer, multiple occupants of a home in Madison County were hospitalized after apparently mixing swimming pool chemicals. The Berea Fire Department and firefighters responded to a home yesterday morning where they found a reaction to an improper mixture of chemicals used to clean and prepare swimming pools. You definitely got to be careful about that. You can get a, a weird, <laughs> weird reaction. The ACC is mulling the uh, Atlantic... Coast Conference is mulling division-free football scheduling model as early as this year. 
uh, well, by 2023, it would be a, uh, a year from this coming football season. And the reason I mention it is because the SEC is going to have to do something similar. It's been much talked about this week, but this mm-hmm. is the time of year where they start figuring out with Oklahoma and Texas coming into the SEC, then it, it changes I, their math on I want them east to, and west. And, they need to move it around a little bit more. I, I mean, I hate that you know Texas A&M has been in the, in the conference for, what, 12 years? Closing in on that. So, and they've yeah. never been to Lexington for football. Oh yeah, but we've Kentucky's played them once, right? So yeah. and it's just and I don't I don't like that. I mean, are we really going to have to wait fifteen years to play Oklahoma in Lexington? If you're in the conference, you should play. Yeah, you know, and it should you be more than once. I don't need to play a, them every year. More than once but a decade. Once every two years would be nice. Be interesting to see how they sort that out because but, you know I can say Alabama. We we can play them once every fifteen years. That's fine with me. Yeah, and LSU and Georgia well, and LSU, Florida. And, we're, well, we're, that's this we got year. A, got a streak yeah, but, against them. But I think LSU rebounds at some at some. But the cushy, the cushy, the cushier East Division in having South Carolina over here and Vandy, Vandy Missouri. Those days are over in the Missouri. That's what Kentucky has had it. it. That has been very fortuitous for Kentucky as they have been building their program. But I have a feeling it's, the rumor is if they keep divisions that Alabama and Auburn would move to the east, Missouri would move to the west along with Oklahoma and Texas. And I say no thank you. I say no thank you to it. But if you just look at it geographically, it probably no thank you. No, thank you. I don't want it, but I have no, a feeling. You. Hey, the jockey of Kentucky Derby upset winner Rich Strike, more controversy, is serving a four day suspension handed down by Ohio racing stewards. That his agent says won't prevent him from riding the horse in next week's Preakness. Stewart suspended Sonny Leone last week for careless riding during the third race on April 27th at Thistledown Racecourse, which is uh, east of Cleveland, during which they determined he deliberately and aggressively steered one glamorous gal toward the rail to block other horses in the stretch. He interfered with jockey Alexander Chavez, who was aboard Ultra Rays, according to the ruling. And not that big of a deal. He came to Kentucky, but it might have been one of the reasons he was available to come to Kentucky. Oh, he raced at Belterra Park earlier in the, earlier in the day, I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah that day. That's Which is right. interesting because that's in Ohio. It is. It is Leon's. Probably they didn't hand down the suspension uh-huh. until. But it's his. After he's a big name. The reason I mentioned it's his fifth suspension since last fall. Uh, bad, bad boy jockey, right? At what point in time do you? I, I don't know the answer. Well, I mean, to I think that, all of his sound. I mean, I don't know. You know what an improper pass is, or whatever it is, right? You've never been cited for one. Not, not uh, on a horse. <laughs> not, not on a, on a horse. horse. No. In a car. No. Huh. No. <clears throat> With a mouse in a house. In a. <laughs> You've been reading that so book, so you can tell. There's a, we're we're a very susical household. So yeah. In a car. <laughs> All right, we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got more on the way. You're on in the middle. International Nurses Day. Shout out. It'd be tough road to hoe without them. I think yesterday I noticed was School Nurses Day. 
Um, So hopefully my mother-in-law got celebrated properly yesterday, I hope. I'm sure. Sure. Limerick Day today and Odometer Day today. So um, those are the things you can... Those are the things you can celebrate today. Now, do school nurses, do they celebrate, like, with saltine crackers, and is, is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to sit out in the hallway and uh, with, with one of the, breathe into a paper bag uh-huh. for a few minutes. And, Get yeah. some saltines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how they no do it. No idea. Here's okay. a list of things that you may have a hard time believing were 20 years ago. I probably will. I mean... I was a child. Now Sam was all of five when these mm-hmm. happened. So at 2002. Okay. The social networking site Friendster was launched. Perhaps also more significantly, Microsoft introduced Xbox Live Okay. 20 years ago. I don't really use my Xbox Live anymore, but at one time I was big into it. Ben Affleck was named People's Sexiest Man Alive. He and J-Lo also got engaged that year. Didn't they just get engaged again? And this year. Uh So, bookends. Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake announced their breakup after two and a half years of dating. Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton broke up after two years of marriage 20 years ago. Not sure I ever knew that was a thing. That's that's an interesting combo. It was an interesting combo, yes. it, it, It was... I think it had a lot of us puzzled. It was not quite to the level of Julie Roberts and Lyle Lovett, but it was up there. Michael Jackson freaked everyone out when he dangled Prince Michael II off the balcony of his hotel room in Berlin. Yeah. Well, I had a baby like 20 years ago, so really I I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. Dangle that baby. You can't can't dangle that baby. Yeah. Kim Possible made its debut on oh, Disney yeah. Channel. Classic, classic show. Now you're in my, now, my range there. There we, we go. Found. Oh, well, Yu-Gi-Oh cards okay. were some of the most must-have toys. Okay, I had Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And Bratz dolls were the must-have toy for Christmas. Obviously, you had Bratz dolls. Can't say I did. Can't say I did. Rachel gave birth to Emma on Friends. Now that I do know. Mm-hmm. I thought you might. The Osbournes made its de- debut on MTV. Rachel and I were pregnant at the same time, see. Oh, you all were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you all go to Lamaze classes mm-hmm. together? No, I wish. Uh, the Osbournes made it. I just said the Osbournes. So did The Bachelor. <clears throat> and Alex Michael, or Michelle, was as the very first Bachelor. Avril Lavigne released her debut album, Let Go, featuring Complicated, and was quickly proclaimed anti-Britney 20 years ago. <laughs> Eminem's The Eminem Show was the biggest selling album of the year, 7.6 million copies. He's still get, still kicking it too. He's just he's not kicking quite as high. <laughs> well, I mean, he's also I'm, I'm sure he is in some way. He's I think he's at least got some level of rheumatoid arthritis in uh, in his kicks. Well, he's also I mean, how old is he? Be careful. <laughs> Is he, is he split the difference? Is he 45 yet? Is he 50? No, he's not 50. No, Eminem's not 50 yet. Surely not. No. Uh, Ashante's Foolish, Nelly's Dilemma, Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand he'll, Miles. He'll be some 50 in October. Biggest songs. Wow. See, that's what I told you. No, he's not 50 yet. Uh, because we would have 
Like the world would have celebrated. Eminem mm-hmm. made it to 50. Mm-hmm. We would know. Oh, Eminem's going to make it. He's going to be as old as Willie. Sam's favorite song, Nickelback's How You Remind Me. He's 20 years old now. <laughs> That's, I guess, better than Photograph. Everyone, quote unquote, was playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That was the biggest game. selling video game of the year. It is a good game. GTA, yeah, it's a good franchise. I'm not do, sure if I've ever parents, played Vice do your parents City. Let you, do your parents know you play Grand Theft Auto? Hey, Mom, guess what? <laughs> no, they're, they're good games. Adele, did you know their game is famous for having hookers? <laughs> she does now. Adele Gormley, did you know there were hookers standing <laughs> on the street corners in Grand Theft Auto? Luckily, I know she's not listening today. <laughs> Apple released its second-generation iPod. Which then held a RIP. I'm going to tell her anyway. Then held a then whopping twenty gigabytes of storage space. That was a lot. Uh, it, I mean, tw- how, twenty years that? ago, twenty gigabytes was That's big. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tiger Woods won his third Masters twenty years ago. Lance Armstrong won his third Tour de France, but did he though? That didn't. We saw him. We saw him cross the line first in Paris, or in the shortest amount of time in Paris, but. That was later walked back. Spider-Man, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, and uh, Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets were the three biggest movies of the year 20 years ago. It's a good one. Halle Berry became the first black woman to win the Academy Award for Best Actress 20 years ago. A Beautiful Mind, starring Russell Crowe, won the Oscar for Best Picture. Denzel Washington won for uh, Best Actor for Training Day. Kelly Clarkson won the very first season of American Idol. And the word selfie became popular 20 years ago. For Ussie. I prefer Ussie now as well because uh-huh. of Ted Lasso. Uh-huh. So, and also it was 20 years ago that it was last okay to say the word chillax. You can't is say it, chillax has anymore. Has it ever been okay to say that? In 20 years ago it was. You were only five. You didn't uh-huh. know. But yeah, but that was. Tw- we weren't, we weren't saying that in Miss Fan's kindergarten class. Your mom was hoping was you would chillax. Five. <laughs> Just chillax with some Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I don't know that my you mother, my mother has ever said that word. No. Okay. Didn't mean she wasn't thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think it does. Saying and thinking <laughs> are two different things. I, I think I might have bubble had, no, my, game, head uh, my Game Boy. That's what I was rocking. Baseball <laughs> Advance and. My backyard football game on my Game Boy. Absolutely. Honey, it wasn't your Game Boy you found the other day, but you it found was, your Game Boy. It was my console. Nintendo DS. Your Nintendo DS. Yeah, okay. so See, it wasn't I, my, I never, my, I never had my a original. DS. Yeah. So that's newer than the, it's newer than the Game Boy. Yes. Heinz wants to be the first ketchup brand in a paper bottle. Heinz announced <sighs> that the brand had teamed up with Pulpex, the uh, Diageo-backed sustainable packaging company. That also created Johnny Walker's paper whiskey bottle to develop a renewable and recyclable bottle made from 100% sustainably sourced wood pulp. Heinz adds that in doing so, they are the first sauce brand to test the potential of Pulpex's sustainable paper bottle packaging. Now, if this were, it would have to be very durable to work in our house. That's true. I mean, the way that ours gets... Put in the fridge. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Now, will this still have the... Yeah, I see it's got the 57, but isn't that the spot you're supposed to hit on it to make it come out, they, or does I, that not work the same? I presume this is going to squeeze. It's, yeah, I would I would think so, but I think you still need the, the spot on it, don't you? 
I think this just is going to roll nostalgia. up. I think this is going to be like like a, a toothpaste tube. Toothpaste. You could probably roll it mm-hmm. from the end, which seems a little gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, this doesn't bother me. Will it just kind of makes me wonder? Will will we? You remember we went to we went to milk in pouches, and then we've kind of come back from that a little bit. Like ah, that was a bridge too far. Like I'm, I'm for saving the cartons, and but I don't know milk in a bag. Just somehow I don't. So maybe this will work. It it it's gonna have to be durable. Here's the, yeah exactly. But I mean, isn't they get, they better get this right? Isn't or people a carton just go, technically paper? Carton technically it is. So I guess yeah. is this just a carton of ketchup in a way? Probably, but notice it's still got a plastic top. Uh huh. You know, well, I mean, my like, <laughs> my carton of OJ that I drink every morning has a plastic top as well. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, I did also know that we're talking about things that are 20 years old. It was around this time in 1965 that the pantry staple SpaghettiOs came on the scene. It was marketed as the neat round spaghetti you can eat with a spoon. Spaghetti with a spoon, spaghetti with a spoon. They used to sing that on uh, Sesame Street. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti with a spoon. I ran across a list of... 1920s era baby names that just get ready. You'll be making a comeback. See all these Olivia's and Grace's and these aren't new names. Mm-hmm. They're old names that finally came back. And so you got to look. What are the next round of old names that are coming back? Are you ready? Okay. Girls, Mabel, Ada, Elsie, Iris, Irene, Gladys, Dorothy, Margaret, Mary, and Joan. Hmm. Okay. Just get ready. That, uh, I mean, yeah. Sam, these oh. will be. No, oh, Sam, I thought you were like, oh. I was like, wait, wait a minute. Sam, hey, here are some me. of your choices Harris, Isaac, Ernest, Archie, oh, Archie, Edward, Freddie, Albert, Robert, Arthur, and Ronald. Well, I like the name Harrison. That's a little different, but. Okay. Because of the Harrison twins? Uh, sure, yeah. Absolutely. An Ohio man has been arrested for firing a crossbow into a White Castle. That's frowned upon. It's it was not Kid Rock, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> Still, my, like one of my favorite things you, ever. You can't be doing that. Did you see? This Great. is clearly not Kid Rock. Did you see Kid Rock on the red carpet at Derby on Saturday? He showed Fantastic. up at Churchill Downs with no. a sack of White Castles. On the red yes, 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 I did. Of see all that. the food yes, they have at Churchill that. Downs. And He's I would imagine where light, he yeah. was going to be hanging out, they had probably about mm-hmm. anything. He's probably hanging out with Jack Carlo like, there. He'd maybe I'm, get some of what he got. Yeah. <laughs> bringing, I'm like, bringing my White Castle. I loved it. It was funny. It just, but it didn't seem weird. It seemed perfect. Yeah, That's the was. thing. When you're mm-hmm. Kid Rock and you've got that style, it's kind of like, I'm bringing my White Castles yeah. to Churchill Downs. He doesn't care. You think if I walk in there with a sack of White Castles, it's to let me in? No, everybody will snicker. I'm like Sam and his White Castles. But I just, of all things to eat, that's, I mean. Maybe it's good luck. Maybe it helps you bet on the horses. I mean, you vote, bet on something. Vote on the horses. Rock County, Wisconsin. Rock County police say 62-year-old Vernon Schmuck was arrested Monday after they found him passed out behind the controls of a forklift which he had reportedly used to try and free his pickup truck from a ditch. According to the Rock County Sheriff's Office, deputies received a report of a white Ford F-250 pickup truck stuck in a ditch near the intersection of uh, two roads that none of us care anything about. Police then found a forklift nearby with a man asleep at the wheel. 
Police said that when the operator, Schmuck, awoke, they determined he had used the forklift to try and free the truck from the ditch. It is his fifth DUI offense. Mm. If your surname were Schmuck, how hard would you work to try and remedy that? Would you? Are they not going to have dinner with him? Going to have all kinds of dinner with him. Is this Steve Steve Carell's first cousin? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on MBS. Let me give you a little preamble before I give you the did you know. I saw our friends at uh, Wave Storm Tracking Team said that the pollen, the heat up, humidity up, pollen level coming back down. So maybe it'll stop turning all of our cars yellow. Uh, But did you know pollen can travel up to 500 miles in a day? That makes sense if it gets up in the jet stream. So it makes me wonder, though, when we see when we see our cars covered in yellow pollen, mm-hmm. is I would have thought, oh, it's coming out of our trees. Mm-hmm. Well, are we getting someone's pollen from 500 miles away well, no, and get, someone else is getting our pollen? How you, does that work? I'm getting pollen at my house is a lot worse than the pollen here. Really? Yes. Because I know I'll come out some mornings and my car is yellow almost. I would agree with that at our house as well. That it's worse than mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's and because even we have I more park here. Yeah, we have more mm-hmm. flowering things mm-hmm. in our landscape at home. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. got a bunch of flowering stuff. And the bumblebees have, have returned outside my door, so they're kind of helping with that too, I'm just presuming. Speaking of flowering things, and um, I did laugh yesterday. So I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't, participate in facebook a lot but do will you know scroll through and just kind of see and i've got kind of gotten it to where i can live with it i've eliminated enough stuff where i'm like i don't have to see that garbage Mm -hmm. Uh, but i did see missy henderson's meme you know the first lady of grayson (laughs) county Mm -hmm. i saw her Uh, meme of her tractor trailer with multiple layers of all her Mm -hmm. potted plants and so (laughs) i said she said you know if if uh if 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 Kevin ever kicks me out, I think mm-hmm. is what it said, that this was her with all of her plants loaded up. And I thought in my mind, I said, uh, same thing for Christy Buckles. And then I scrolled just down, and the first person I saw that loved the loved the post <laughs> was Christy Buckles. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You, had already, you had already found it. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a homecoming if, uh, if Noah Thompson, American Idol finalist, he will get to go home to the mountains on Tuesday if he makes the top three this coming Sunday. So even though he had uh, was COVID positive last week and he had to perform from his hotel room, he and uh, Fritz also had to do it. Fritz also had to perform. Noah did make it into the next round. I guess he's in the top five. And if he gets to the top three on Sunday, then on Tuesday he'll be in Louisa where they will have a parade for him, and they'll have a free concert at Luke Varney Jr. Memorial Stadium. Heck yeah. He, he would be a first cousin to Jim Varney. Yes, that has to be at, uh, what is what county is Louisa? Lawrence County. Okay, so I guess it's Lawrence County High School. Well, no. 
Oh, yeah. Lawrence County is probably, Louisa is probably in Lawrence County. That's where he worked with uh, ARC in Lawrence County. He's yep. 20 years old. And- Home of the Lawrence County, apparently, I hope I hope this is actually how they spell it, Bulldogs. They don't spell it. with. Do they spell it with a W? Oh, yeah. Uh, A-W-G-S. I like that. We ain't got no O-G-S's uh-huh. here. We got A-W-G-S's Dogs. here. Oh. Uh, okay, so, well, I, I hope that works out for their community. That would be neat. Can he do it? What's that puzzle what look on your face? Do you think he's I, in the top three? I don't. Do you think he'll, like... I do. Uh, but Well, so here, here's what. Because the hunter girl, hunter she's girl, in it, right? She's in it. And and here's the thing. This is what may be his undoing because you get down to this point mm-hmm. and votes start to get fractionalized. So the country vote comes in there and your country voters then have to choose. Like, uh, because she has more upside, but she, she can be the Kelly Clarkson. She can take that arc. She can take mm-hmm. that Gabby Barrett type stardom. He's going to have a good career. He may even have a great career. But she's instant, just take her to the studio, record her, release it, make money. That's just as but simple she, as that's going to be. He's going to say, look at me and look at the area I come from and look at everybody who's come out of this area, though. Yeah, I just... Louisa, is that is that? But she's from, she's from near Nashville, so... Well, I mean, everybody's from near Nashville. Louisa, though, is that, is that Stapleton or is that Childers? Yes. Is it both? Adele confirms... <laughs> Adele Atkins confirms she bought a $58 million mansion. Are you telling me that my mom didn't buy a $58 million mansion? Your mom is buying a $60 million mansion. Was 65. What I, I, what, I, what I heard. So is that what $58 million will buy you? I want to see the, I mean, I think how, I'd how like deep a, is it? Uh, to tell you the truth, I think I'd like a little more for $58 million. I think I would as well. <clears throat> I, I, how much land is there? You know, is there a pool? Half acre. There? Well, that's a big house. <laughs> on half an acre. <laughs> um... The home sits at the end of a cul-de-sac and up a long private driveway in an exclusive neighborhood of North Beverly Park. She reportedly got for $58 million. It was originally, oh, it was on sale. Oh. <laughs> it was originally listed for $110 million. Oh, wow, she got a deal. So she did get, so you can settle for a little less house if you're getting that kind of, it's, uh, there is also, it's uh, six bedrooms, nine bathrooms. Three ensuite spacious bedrooms, two maids' bedrooms. She doesn't just have one maid. She got two. Mm-hmm. Were you the former owner of the house? No, no, I never no. owned this one. Okay. Uh, there's also a two-story guest house with two ensuite bedrooms and a full kitchen. I didn't know if maybe you just gave Adele a deal for some Vegas tickets or no, something. No, as a- no, no, no. Uh, a movie theater, a gym, a cigar room, air filtration system in the cigar room. A putting green, a massive patio, infinity pool, spa, and an air-conditioned eight-car garage with an art studio. wonder if that art studio becomes a music studio. Music is art. so Yeah, uh, but, but in that realm, I would presume that's got some easels and some mm-hmm. paintbrushes and all that. Top Gun Maverick. We spent some time yesterday talking about how... Tom Cruise insisted Val Kilmer return to play Iceman so they could, uh, well, they could relive their their drama. Uh, Meg Ryan and Kelly McGillis were not asked to return for the sequel. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, You're I the do, one that cares. I do think it's telling. I do think it's an indicator. I think it's an indictment how 
women in Hollywood have it a lot tougher because as they age, there are less roles because they think, oh, people don't they're aging. She doesn't she doesn't have the same beauty yeah. that she once they're did. Well, few. neither does Val Kilmer. Yeah. There are very few that I mean, Meryl Streep, one of the few. You That's know? absolutely. So they get into these. They get into this middle ground where so Meg Ryan, she's too glamorous to play a grandma, but. She is, and and Kelly McGillis as well, but not old enough to play some of those old roles, or the, for lack of a better term, those old lady roles. Mm-hmm. But here's how they excused it, though. This is the thing. It says, those weren't stories that we were throwing around. I didn't want every storyline to always be looking backwards. It was important to introduce some new characters. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is the two most gorgeous and beautiful women from the first movie are are no longer gorgeous and beautiful, being Meg Ryan and Kelly McGillis. And so we just couldn't find a way to quite squeeze them in Mm -hmm. to the storyline that we wanted to tell. But we were able to squeeze in Val Kilmer. And so (laughs) it's just kind of a double standard. And Mm -hmm. I just, you know, it just seems kind of odd but if the movie's good and everybody's okay with the movie being good so it all works out gotta get to a break we'll come back got more on the way hang around you don't even know mb's point to ponder for today if you have to push a button is it really automatic? So, most of my lifetime, there's been the proliferation of, mm-hmm. oh, it's automatic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean the real, the well, heavy lifting work doesn't have, fault. it could be done, but you, someone has to press a button, does that really make it automatic? F- Follow-up question for you. You want the button, am I correct? Oh, yeah. Li- life without buttons <laughs> would be miserable. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, so, yeah, but I will say that our assistants, uh-huh. they're getting a little bit better of at what point in time will it truly be automatic? Will mm-hmm. it just will it anticipate that I'm about to think about it needing to happen and it doesn't? Isn't that truly automatic? Well, I mean, she's pretty automatic right now, I guess. I just mean way. even the buttons. Like uh-huh. if or, I have to or go to press the button or if I have to tell her to do something, is that automatic? Not really. I mean, automatic I mean, do we have is, automatic windows because you got to in your car because you got to put them down. You got to press the button. So that's kind of what you're saying. Automatic to me is you walk up to the door that automatically opens. Mm-hmm. You not mm-hmm. you don't have to press the the button on uh-huh. the mm-hmm. the side. That's automatic. You didn't have to use the force right to do it or the paper towel dispenser. It's automatic. You put your hands mm-hmm. up there and it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You soap, didn't have you didn't have to touch are. it. But what if but. But, but to be truly automatic, though, does the paper towel need to spit out before you even think about putting your hands there? Well, some of them now have it to where it automatically yes, does it. Exactly. Oh, it's suggestive. Uh-huh. Like, you need to wash your but hands. But then I don't like it because yeah. they never give me enough. That's true. So you got to take, mm-hmm. like, three or four. But if they did it longer, it would drag toward the trash bin or toward the vanity. It's think true. about that. But I, Well, but see, I, the trash can usually is closer to the door, which I prefer. I, mm. I think, by the way, the, I'm not argue the, the selecticized paper towels are not, they're either too small or too big because I find out I, I need, I don't need a full two, but one won't do it. Mm-hmm. So I basically use one anyway. Mm-hmm. Some of the dilemmas of life. It's rough. It's hard navigating. Around as a human, 
proper paper towel usage. It's rough. I don't know how I will manage. On Food Network tonight, Restaurant Impossible. Chef Robert Irvine travels to Forks and Flavors in Kennesaw, Georgia to meet married co-owners David and Darnell. You know David and Darnell. I know a David. I don't know if I've ever met a Darnell. David struggles to run his kitchen under the shadow of Darnell's big personality and need to be right. Well, hmm. big doings in Kennesaw, Georgia. And Lady Cougar softball doubleheader against Warren Central. 5.30 start time. Hmm. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1949, the Soviet Union lifted the Berlin blockade, which the Western powers had succeeded in circumventing with the Berlin airlift. During the Revolutionary War in 1780, the besieged city of Charleston, South Carolina, surrendered to British forces. Top Gun made its film debut this day, 1986, starring Kelly McGillis. <laughs> Meg Ryan didn't really star. Mm-hmm. I think it's a role that kind of launched her career because she had that, hey, goose, you big stud. So, so when's the when's movie come out? May 29th. Okay. Did you buy your midnight tickets yet? Not yet. Today's, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to the theater to see Top Gun. I've waited this long. I can wait. Well, I didn't know if you'd want to see it and get the full, like, surround sound oh, yeah, on the you big have, screen. Oh, yeah, you haven't been to our house. <laughs> no. Do, do you have a full movie screen? <laughs> Depends on what your definition of full is. Birthdays today are big. Big birthdays today. Burt Bacharach is 94. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Linda Dano is 79. Steve Winwood is 74. Billy Squire is 72. Kix Brooks is 67. Ving Rames is 63. Emilio Estevez is 60. Vanessa Williams is 59. Kim Fields is 53. Tootie to you. Learning the facts of life. Jason Biggs is 44, and Rami Malik is 41 today. Emilio Estevez said one of my favorite movies growing up. Mighty Which, Ducks. That's your favorite Emilio Estevez movie? I'm not sure I could name you another one. What? Which one am I missing? Uh, well, Young Guns for starters, and then you Never got uh, any of those Brat Pack movies that they were all in. Um, just must see if I've even seen another Emilio Estevez. By the way, gone but not forgotten, oh, Florence dear, Nightingale in 1820, so Catherine Hepburn in 1907, 1925, Yogi Berra, hurry back, hurry back, George Carlin in 1937, back, and Chart Toppers, Dean Martin in 58, with Return to Me. Return to me. Apparently, he was supposed to be in Apocalypse Now, but his scene was deleted. Uh, there are some other big people in Apocalypse Now. Let's go to 1967. Arthur Conley. Yeah, his age would have been one of those. He was a he was an unknown, but being Martin Sheen's son certainly helped. Not Charlie Sheen's brother didn't help. Well, they were of similar age. They were both up and coming. I think. Charlie, she- did- Charlie Sheen's in Platoon. I don't think he's in Apocalypse now. Did you know Young Guns 3? There's a Young Guns 3 coming out this year? I'll pass. I'm definitely not going to the cinema to see that. 1976, Silver's number one, Boogie Fever. Can I tell you, Blaze of Glory is my least favorite uh, Bon Jovi song. Oh, I thought you talked about the movie. I thought it was a cheap sellout. I thought Bon Jovi music was so good that when they did that Blaze of Glory song, I thought, this is not good. I don't like this. You're the real Bon Jovi fan. How do you feel? I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of that one, but yeah. I can't say it's 
the worst one of his. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's not the worst. It's certainly not my favorite. Mueller estimates also in this movie. Speaking of, tip of mind, don't you forget about me. From the Breakfast Club, number one in 85. Mr. Hunt, oh no, Mr. Hunt is uh, Fast Times Ridge Ridgemont Hunt. I forgot to mention the other day, uh, when they did the reunion two weeks ago on American Idol, William Hung did make an appearance and sing She Bangs. Did Larry Platt <laughs> pants on the ground? He did not. Um, he's apparently got a record deal with somebody else, or he's got some type of contract obligation to America's Got Talent. But the way they did it was beautifully, because they had already brought Randy and Paula out mm-hmm. with the current judges, and they had had their reunion. And then Ryan set it up and said, listen, this show wouldn't be what it is without our next guest. And he just laid the trap like everybody's thinking, Simon is actually going to come out on the stage. Like, they got Simon to come back. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, William Hung. And he walks out there. He's like a motivational speaker now. I think you can get him on Cameo. Can you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty funny. All right, in uh, 1994, Clint Black, number one, a good run of bad luck. I thought they were going to bring out Ellen at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, forgot she was uh, she, Mariah Carey and Steven Tyler. At least they both made it more than one year because I think Ellen was just one year. Gosh, you can get William Hung for $33. $33? Sing for the moment, Eminem. A little help from Steven Tyler. 2003. I know what you're getting for your birthday now. Mm, a William Hung cameo? <laughs> Good. All right. I didn't know this about this song a month ago. 2012. I do know why I don't know this song, though. I was not listening to Rascal Flatts in 2012. Remember I played this for you all the other day, and you, you both did. looked at me like uh, I was crazy, and don't ever do that again. But it's an actual former number one song by Rascal Flatts. <laughs> Even two weeks later, y'all don't like the banjo song. Justin Bieber, Daniel Caesar, Gibeon, Peaches, uh, a year ago today. I thought it was more than a year ago. Peaches. All right, NBC Pearl of Wisdom for today. A great man is hard on himself. A small man is hard on others. A great man is hard on himself. A small man is hard on others. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.